This is Paul. This is Ishan. And this is Greg. Welcome to Filmatics, the podcast where we review the AFI's top 100 American films of all time list. We're doing the 2007 version. Anybody who hasn't seen the AFI list, you can find it at AFI.com. And the list is a collection of films, American films, that have been voted on by professionals in the industry to determine the top American films of all time. Greg, what are we doing this this week? Today we are doing number 83 on the list, Titanic. <coughs> it is directed, produced, and written by the very, very famous James Cameron. Stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, Billy Zane, Kathy Bates, Bill Paxton, Gloria Stewart. Was nominated for the most Academy Awards of all time, 14. Won the most Academy Awards of all time, 11. Uh, most notably best picture and best director, a lot of technical awards and costuming and makeup type awards too. Yeah. So it tied Lord of the Rings and Ben-Hur. Correct. At the, at, ben the time, Hur. at the time, just Ben-Hur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still and then there. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King has since tied 14. There's been a few movies. Uh, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but Oh, for um, nominations. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it doesn't get, matter. Yeah. They're having more awards all the time and letting more people be nominated. So that's not as, tough as it is it used to be i think so anybody who hasn't seen the film titanic is basically it it's what some people would call an epic and it's a romance set against the ill-fated maiden voyage of the rms titanic um it is it is at the time a the larging excuse me the largest moving object ever built and obviously they hit an iceberg and they sink but there is a very nice love story throughout the film. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's fine. So did you see it in theaters, Paul, when it came out? I didn't see it in theaters, but saw it shortly thereafter. Is well, this it was the it... first movie that all of us have seen? Toy before? Story. We'd all seen Toy yeah, Story. Yeah, yeah. And Pulp Fiction. And that's... Had you, seen good, had you seen Goodfellas? No. Oh. And I hadn't seen Blade Runner. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a lot of the movies that we've all seen. So this yeah, should so be it's number three. Yeah. Good. So okay. I guess you couldn't go, right, Paul? Because your mom and dad had to take you. Uh, yeah, that was not a movie <laughs> I was allowed to see. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. So I mean, I've seen Titanic. I don't know, fifteen times. Really? I don't know, a ton. That's a lot. A ton. You could I, know another language by now if you dedicated your time to something else. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I remember my mom. She had bought the. VHS at the time. Oh, the came, double came on two VHS. Yeah, I remember tapes, that double wide. Sat right next to How the West Was Won on our uh, little movie cabinet we had. And Braveheart. Braveheart was two tapes. You're right. Mm. Oh no, are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe, Braveheart was two. Tapes. Maybe not. I I think it was. I can't remember. I don't that know. Good. I thought it was. Uh, either way, uh, I just remember it being like because it won so many awards and because I didn't know what the hell I was talking about when it came to movies like. I thought it was like the best movie ever. So I would watch it or my family would watch it. Mm -hmm. So maybe 15 is a little excessive, but maybe, it's still a bunch of times. Maybe it's call it, call it 10. Right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the answer is 10. So, I mean, I've seen Titanic a ton. I've probably seen it like five it. times. Really? And I did. See, it's, it's super popular and I, and I did see it and it's on, it's been on TV and things like that. So it's one of the most watched movies. Like it was the, one of the reasons it made so much money in the theaters is that people went to see it multiple times in the theater and it was in the theater for like a year. It was one of the, I think it was the first movie movie or one of the first where the dvd slash vhs came out when the movie was still in a bunch of theaters interesting <laughs> that's crazy 
Same yeah. for you? Yeah, same for me, yeah. You saw it in the theater? Yeah, I saw it in the theater that time. I remember it because it had an intermission because I was, I was like, oh, geez. Oh, it didn't have an intermission with mine. Oh, when I saw it at intermission. Really? Yeah. I was I lived in a small town. They probably were like, oh, we got to change the tapes. <laughs> Where's that tape? I don't recall an intermission at least. And maybe. I don't know. What did you, uh, initial impressions, I guess? What do you, what do you think of yeah, it? Yeah, Paul, hit us. This is a good movie. I enjoy this movie. Highest grossing movie, stuff highest it. grossing movie of all time. Yeah. Not adjusted for inflation at the time. Mm-hmm. First movie ever to gross more than a billion dollars. Right. Um, Avatar now, hasn't beaten it yet. Avatar oh. has beaten it now. Mm. So at the time, it's now number two of all time. They re-released it in 3D. I mean, people love this movie, man. Like it is, it's about as iconic as it comes to me. I mean, it's like maybe to us there are more that are iconic because. Mm-hmm. We really like other actors, you know, or specific roles or performances. But Titanic is, uh, I would argue, maybe the most iconic movie of my lifetime. Like, I can't think of a movie that is made during more your life. Grand. Yes, yeah. correct. I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who hasn't seen this movie, particularly in comparison to the, all the other ones on the AFI list. Hmm. Do you think this is the most watched AFI Top 100 movie uh, that we've watched so far for yes. our generation? Yeah, probably. I think you're probably right. That's a good statement. I think it's a great movie. I think it's it was great. Statement. And actually, the same thing. So recently, you know, our previous podcast we did was... Um, Easy Rider. There you go. God, I already forgot that. So, yeah, <laughs> it was Easy Rider. Um, and I had seen Easy Rider before I watched it for the podcast again. And I my grade was really low. And I ended up thinking, oh, you know, it's a lot better the second time. And so... First time I saw Titanic, first few times I saw Titanic, I thought it was like incredible. I was only 12 years old. I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. I since then have watched, you know, hundreds or thousands of other movies, found others that um, I like quite a bit more and that I think are a lot better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when people would say, oh, well, I really like Titanic, I'd always be like, oh, God, come on. Like, it's not even close. Right. And the fact that it's on this list, I would be like, ah, I watched it a few days ago. And I'll tell you what. I really liked it. I was like, man, it was it just like Easy Rider where it bumped my grade up for whatever reason watching it recently. I watched this one and I, I was like, you know what? My grade definitely just increased. Like I, I it is it's a fun watch. And that's what James Cameron does. We talked about it a little bit, I think, on the last one. James Cameron, Steven Spielberg, Ron Howard, those guys make blockbuster movies that are easy to watch, that are paced perfectly, that are entertaining. Titanic is it, right? I mean, it's a disaster movie that has like love stories in it. It's got something for everybody. So if you like big blockbuster spectacles, you're going to love Titanic. If you like romance comedies, whatever, you're going to love Titanic. I mean, it it appeals to so many people, which is why it's the highest grossing movie of all time or was at the time, second highest now. Hmm. What about you, Paul? What You just said it was a good movie, right? That's what you said? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very version. entertaining movie. Greg's right. It's very easy to watch. It's got a lot of awesome components to Which it. Which is crazy for a three-hour movie to say it's easy to watch, right? Yeah. How many other three-hour movies can you say are, like, easy watches? Mm. Not many. I know you wouldn't say Ben-Hur. Nobody <laughs> would say Ben-Hur. That movie <laughs> drags. Yeah. This, for- this movie doesn't drag. Yeah. For- Ben-Hur is, like... 
Easy Rider times two. Oh. <laughs> For me, I think this is like the most overrated movie of all time. Really? I'm just like not, I thought that too. That's why I watched it a yeah, couple days I, ago. When and I, was I was like, like man, yeah. I'm too hard on this. When I was a kid, I was like, this is so great. And I was 11. And now I'm not 11. And I'm like, this is not so good. Okay. Right. Go- you have really, I'm like, no. No, every time something would happen, I'm like, sorry, bud. I'm not an 11 anymore, James Cameron. You can't <laughs> fool me, baby. I'm also not a 45-year-old lady. You can't fool me, James Cameron. <laughs> My life actually worked out fine. What about? So what, other, yeah, what, what about it? other James Cameron movies? Is okay, it a well, James so, Cameron thing or no? It's not a James Cameron thing. I just feel like I don't. I feel like there's two people that are James Cameron, and one is in a basement, and sometimes he escapes, and, and, and like it's like the guy who made Abyss and Terminator made Avatar and Titanic. I'm like, really? Those are the same two people? Wait, you don't like Avatar? No, I don't like Avatar. A nun, another one of those overrated movies Great. of all time. You want to know what's crazy? I've never seen Avatar. Yeah. What? <laughs> the highest grossing, just, highest grossing movie of all time. To me, I saw it and I went, yeah, I don't, I don't really think. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think Avatar's amazing, but you don't like it? No, I don't like it. I just feel like James Cameron for Titanic and Avatar, he's just a sensationalist. That's all he's doing for Who you. Who doesn't like that? Hmm. But I just, I'm just not a big fan of either one of those movies. I think they're very overrated. So what, what about this movie... Like fall short. Oh, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, please. We'll start on a bunch of. Stuff. Do we want to start so with saying notes. everything we hate about it, or do we want to maybe go? <laughs> no, we want to do I the like go, Oreo approach. Uh, yeah, no, I think we should just talk about the different elements, and we can go back and forth a little bit, and then we'll just keep kind of trucking because I don't want to spend too much time on just good or just bad. Because if there's a listener out there, like the four or five people that are with me, and then the other like million. Mm. Listeners that are with uh, more like you billion, and yeah, billion. Yeah, just Maybe all you didn't those... hear it grossed over two billion. Yeah, all those billion people. Well, okay. I I have one question I want to ask you guys, and I know I said the pace. I enjoyed the pace. I think the pacing is good, mm-hmm. just as Greg said. Okay. But did it have to be that long? No. So for me, I think the pacing no, is really not. bad, especially you think in the it's second. Bad. I think pacing? it's bad. So the ship actually took like two and a half hours to sink this movie's three hours baby like this movie's longer than it took that ship yeah but to it's sink. like an hour and a half of sink yeah but so yeah. it's just like it's uh what is that one two three four five so it's three fifths as long as the ship sinking yeah so i just uh i think it's just way too long i'm like oh you're gonna escape oh you got out of that little mess up oh you're gonna get out of that water oh you got out of that water oh you're gonna get out. oh yeah you're gonna make it out of there i don't know i just don't care for it Mm. But it still is an easy. That's I I had to I had to stop it like a bunch of times when I watched it for this podcast. I'm like, I just don't care. Like this is like so. It's like a 13 year old girl wrote the script to me. That like we can just talk about the right. Oh, you want to talk about pacing? We can come back to writing. What were you gonna say? Anything else about the pacing? I think it's really easy to watch. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I I also think it's just, uh, you know, I think it uh, appeals to a lot of people. So yes. a, a lot of the things and the one-liners that you're going to say are, are going to be really poor writing, right? I think are funny. Like, I think that they're fun stuff. You know, like I wrote some of them down. It was like uh, it, little things like where she looks at, you know, oh, I had this mirror or whatever. And she like the old lady's looking at her mirror and yeah. then she goes, oh, pictures changed a bit. And she puts it down. That's like the definition of like. A blockbuster one-liner. I know. You know it's what I mean? So like they love those cheesy the, the, jokes, It is the right? cheesiest piece of cheese that's ever been cheesed. Well, what's like the cheesiest line from this movie? Uh, Put your hands on me, Jack. Oh, uh, no. no. That, that's pretty good, but I would, I would <laughs> say... I'm the king of the world? That's probably the cheesiest. I'm flying, Jack. Yeah, I'm flying. What about drawing like one of your French girls? What about... Yeah. Oh, that's the, not bad. These are actually... Uh, 
pretty good. I like, had a hard time with And the, all they do is say Jack and Rose, Jack and Rose, Jack and Rose. Like half their dialogue is just saying each other's names back and forth. Like you can't write something great. Like for a love story, I think it's very poor in comparison to like other literary or other great romance like lines. Like this is no always from Harry Potter. This is no you have bewitched me from Pride and Prejudice. It just falls flat with any sort of like love interest as far as words go for me. I just, I, okay, I like you. Like, that's what he says when he, like, pulls her to the side. Like, it, of course, Leo can't say anything because the person who's writing the story can't write anything. So he just has to <laughs> stutter. I, I, I don't know. I think it's very poor writing, like, throughout the whole thing. And there's so much pretentious, like, name dropping. Oh, my God. Like, when she's, like, having these pictures and he's like, what are those terrible pictures? He's like, I don't know, some guy named Picasso. Oh yeah, he's a hack. And then they say they drop they name <laughs> they drop do it with Freud. They do it with Freud. They do it with like Monet. I think they do it like two or three other times. And I'm like, uh-huh. God, this is like the cheesiest, most ridiculous thing. And like, how many times do they have to say it's unsinkable or you no? Know, God couldn't sink this ship. It's just like the most horrific foreshadowing on something we already know is going to happen constantly. I mean, a lot of it is over the top. Billy Zane's character the entire time is... Dude, when I saw Billy Zane, I was like, I wish I was watching Zoolander so bad. When they start (laughs) going down in those ships, I'm like, is this the abyss that I put in the wrong DVD? I'm like, jazzed up? Oh, no. (laughs) I like Billy Zane. I'm going to say, I I like like it all. Like, I would have been, (laughs) if you had asked me a week ago, I would have, if we hadn't, if I hadn't watched this again, and we just said, Let's film the podcast on what I remember about Titanic. It would have been word for word what you're saying. Yeah. I really liked it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just becoming an old guy and, you know, I just, <laughs> I like the cheese, but it, it was, you know, it's just fun. Like, it's just a fun movie to watch. Yeah. I just like, they're all going to die. I got it. I don't need to keep going. I don't know. I just feel like the writing is bad. It takes way too long. Like how many stories do I have to watch where there's like, a rich person and a not rich person and they want to trade each other's worlds and there's like a spoiled person and a person whose father or parent or husband is controlling and they want to escape like i've never seen a movie like that in my whole life like but have you seen a movie like that on a boat those are yeah. those are all the types of things that comprise a blockbuster though. i know yeah. that's why this movie is so popular blockbusters yeah. are I'm to the mainstream it's, the, it's made the most money it if lots of people love it but is it one of the best 100 american films of all time it, it probably isn't. I don't think the, it is. I mean, whoa, we're jumping, but I just don't think it is. What's more American than making an F ton of money? Yeah, but I, I like that. I, <laughs> all right. Paul sold me. <laughs> a plus. <laughs> no, it's just, I, I, all right. Well, let's talk about some of the, let's talk about some of the, the things they do well. So I had said, I thought that it was paced well. Okay. You think it's paced poorly, but really you think it's paced poorly because you don't like the little quips in between or the well, little like scenes and, and you don't connect. And I think the sinking right? takes too long. I don't think it takes too long yeah. either. I actually feel very engaged throughout oh. the sinking. Like I, I'm feeling more in this last viewing of it more than I'd ever felt previously. I was like, oh man, and the suspense of it happening and them moving to different parts of the ship and things like that. Like I think it's great. Um, you know, mm. the other aspects of it that he that James Cameron does really well. One of them is costuming a costuming is incredible I, the way that everybody's like dressed is so good mm. and the period piece and the boat looks great i agree i mean 100%, like everything the 100%. movie is gorgeous like yes. the movie is just very very this the physical stuff is gorgeous yes, yes. the costuming i asked my wife i she says oh titanic i'll watch that with you it's like one of the few she'd watch with me same I'm with lo- lisa yeah. i love that movie and i say 
why do you like this movie? She goes, I love the costuming and the time and the cars and the people's yes, outfits. And awesome. I'm like, that's totally fine. The rest of the movie is terrible. <laughs> I just like, and she had to stop watching with me because I kept pausing it and having to leave or I would say something and she's like, you're ruining this movie. I'm like, ruined itself, baby. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think it takes too long. And once you've seen it once, Jack's going to die. Rose isn't going to die. I don't feel any suspense ever again. It's not like, it's not like Private Ryan. If you want suspense, I can watch that movie 10 times in a row and that's, it's... I like yeah. that. That's not the same. But that's that's more your personal interest. Yeah, but I don't know. I still feel like that that tension is much higher for me, even though you know what's going to happen. Going back to how the movie looks, I think that's where James Cameron really excels. Yeah, the, how the movie what looks? Yeah, it, 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 I think many of the movies of he stuff. does. This is one of them. The clothes yeah. look but I, good, I don't want to limit and then the big yeah the bigature of the boat looks good where they're filming the boat, but the graphics do not age well. Mm. They look like NPCs from a 1980s video game, like oh, running around on yeah, the deck. But again, I don't know if we can really hold that against the movie because you would have that for a lot, right? I, like, I put a bunch of blame on it because they hired out like three different companies to do the graphics. What are you doing? You had two hundred million dollars or something and most expensive movie yeah, ever made and like time, a yeah. year later private ryan those graphics look sensational like three years later all the lord of the rings graphics still look pretty good really even the lost world 2 looks 10 times better than this and that was made like the same year like i don't feel, i just that it so just i don't feel like i watch them you can definitely tell when they're using cgi and when they are yeah yes. but i don't feel like it's that terrible if right you want, yeah the breath is cgi if you go back and watch it it's so bad like, now that I've told you it's CGI, if you go back and watch it, it's so bad. I mean, I was noticing it. It was something where I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't look as good. Yeah. Or the pistons didn't look as good in the boat. And I was yeah. like, okay. But overall, I still thought pretty good. Um, other things that I think James Cameron excels at besides I had pacing, costuming, um, is he's really good about adding little details to the story that aren't contributing to the story but make you feel like a uniqueness or like being part of the world. So like a good example is um, when the guy, there's the guy who's loading people onto one of the boats. He's one of the security guys or whatever mm -hmm. he is. And everyone's freaking out. And so he pulls out his gun and he threatens the crowd with it. And he says, everybody back up or I'm, you know, I'm going to shoot you or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it, uh, you know, the other security guards kind of get it in control and they kind of push it back and he turns around and he loads his gun. Right. That's like a cool little thing. And yeah, James Cameron has 50 of those in the movie that I think make people buy into kind of the uniqueness or the believability of this world, right? He has little things like that, that some are cheesy, but some are really, really cool that you're like, oh man. And then you really feel connected to it. Um, uh, you know, little things that are a little bit more cheesy for this, uh, that I think in general people like, but I think like somebody like Isan or, you know, traditional myself probably would not like the string quartet where they're saying, okay, Hey, they're playing on the deck during the disaster. And they say, okay, that's it. Then they leave the violinist decides to start playing. And then they all kind of come back. Mm -hmm. These little things aren't like contributing necessarily to the story, but they're the humanizing everybody that's in. That's the story. a real thing though. Well, that's well, it's, well, but we don't know like did. that. That is exactly how it happened. The band, the, the that's not exactly what happens, but the a band yeah. did play on the deck. But so yeah. he's, he's not making that up. But there's these little like things that he adds that are so cool. Another one is like uh, at the end, the engineer, right, where he's just sitting there and it's sinking. He's looking at the clock and then he goes and he adjusts the time on the clock. 
these like little do you guys remember that so he's yep he's in the cabin it's it's very close to when it actually will sink and he looks at the clock and the clock's off by a couple minutes then he adjusts the clock right mm -hmm. those are cool humanizing features that james cameron adds into his movies that i think allow like other people to sort of connect a little bit better with james cameron movies than you would in another movie and you feel for these people he has all these little things that are happening and then you you go ooh, like these are real people these are like real things that are happening right so and isan you were saying you didn't really feel anything for it i've felt more for it this time than i hmm. ever you know probably had even hmm. when i was a kid i don't i don't really know why and i don't really know what changed but I just had a great viewing this time. I just thought it was really enjoyable. For me, I feel like he's taking out all the easy tricks that are in a bag. We're going to put a lady with a baby that freezes. We're going to put two old people that love each other on a bed while water. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, dude. You can't like, you're just literally going for the cheap shot. Like you're camping in a video game. Like you, like you literally, like I can't, you can't do anything else. Like and we all know who loves that. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're just like, you're riding that one trick pony down into the dirty, dirty ground on this movie is how I felt. Yeah, but isn't that what a blockbuster is kind of about? Like, I, I don't feel like reaching that way the widest watch, audience. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like that when I watch Star Wars, though. I don't know. Star Wars is rated higher, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, but other blockbuster movies, I don't feel that when I watch Jaws. Jaws. Yeah, I think okay. Jaws okay. has lots of cheesy moments. Like, so you want to talk about acting? Do you think the acting in this movie no, is not a 100 no. top best no, acting no. performances? Casting was good. Acting, not good. Okay. So I wouldn't say the acting's bad. I just would say it's not great. Like Leonardo I, DiCaprio is like, but Leo DiCaprio is an all-time great actor. Yeah, but is this he one is, of, but he's not he's here. No, how he's, high would you rate this he's movie? He's not for an all-time great actor in this movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not one of his best roles. Kate Winslet is, I would say, arguably top five, maybe top three actresses of all time. Like I, oh, really? I'm a wow. huge Kate Winslet Big fan. Time. I think she's incredible. And you think this is one of her best movies or uh, I don't know. Not one of her best. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's just like it, she's not bad. And I think she's one of the stronger people in the movie. Yeah. Um, I like Billy Zane a lot. I Billy, love Billy Zane. But Billy Zane's character is kind of an easier character, I think in mm -hmm. general, play, but he does you know? a good job. Yeah. The I, like arrogant gentleman, you know? Yeah. I, Okay, I think he's the right you don't person like to cast Zane. in the role, but mm -hmm. like all his, he's just too over the top. He's very over the top. He's over the top. Which Everyone is not else is even a hundred times more over the top. That speech that Leo gives at the table, I was like, are you like a middle school basketball coach right now with that speech? <laughs> I mean, they were, it's, it's not great across the board. It's not historically great acting. And that's what I don't, I need, I, I need something that's historically great about it besides that it like cashed in well and the look of it well, what besides about, the graphics. I mean, I would say there's, there's a lot of things that they did historically great though, right? Like the effects of the, I mean that like grand blockbusterness of the boat. I mean, it was like, yeah, that's great. It's very much yeah. like Ben Hur, right? Yeah. Where, you had said like, oh, well, Ben-Hur. It feels grand when she steps yeah. out of that car and you see the boat and when they get onto the boat and all the people. The number of people, yeah. Yeah, they had like 150 extras that they hired from the beginning to the end. They didn't let them go because they had the costumes that fit them, like a bunch of costumes. And they had like etiquette lessons for them to take so they could act like they were from 1912. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, so like the scale of it... it the props, the staircase, things look great. That's another thing that James Cameron is really good at. Scale. Large yeah. scale. 
Yeah, I mean, that's right? like he's maybe the best ever at it. <laughs> I mean, like every single one of his movies is like Like the abyss is huge. Like that, yeah. I don't know how he finds people to give him so much money to, to do shit. But he, I mean, his budgets are outrageous. Yeah. I mean, you look at, for those who don't really know, I mean, you can look up James Cameron, but he did, um, you know, Isan has kind of talked about the abyss. Um, Terminator 1, Terminator 2. Uh, True Lies, Aliens, uh, let's see, Avatar. Mm -hmm. Didn't True uh, Lies have a ridiculous budget? Uh, yeah. I mean, Arnold was like the biggest thing at the time, yeah. you know? So, and it's a great movie, like, yep. and it's cheesy, right? Like, to me, True, True, Lies, like, True Lies is so cheesy. Yeah. To me, so True Lies fun. and Titanic are the same. And they're good. What? Yeah, I but like is True Lies the top 100 movie of all time? No. I don't. But I just, it's a great movie. Yeah, it, it is a great. Not, I think Titanic, you could say, if you wanted to, it's a great movie. Is it the top 100 Movie? But okay, and I would it be okay with that. Me. I but would be okay, just as I was okay dropping Ben Hur. I would argue ah. True Lies is James Cameron action movie. Titanic is James Cameron love movie. So love which slash action? Yeah, the last the whole, half is yeah. all action. But yeah. which is going to take more precedence to a wider audience? Mm -hmm. yeah. Not the action movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's clear to do Avatar two, three, four, five. I think yeah. right now too. It's, it's yeah. just like printing money, dude. <laughs> There's Avatar World. Is it a Disney now that they're making an Avatar World, something like that? I don't know. I think so. They're they're definitely making an Avatar World somewhere. Whether it's a Disney or Universal, I don't remember. Did did you guys read up at all about how working under James Cameron yeah, is supposed yeah. to be? Yeah, it's been like, pretty well known. Yeah, he's like a giant ass. Yeah, well that we have to. <laughs> that we have to. Um, yeah, about James Cameron, I heard Vincent Chase had a terrible time when they filmed Aquaman. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about a different... What else do you guys think is super crazy groundbreaking about the film so that I can just tear it down? I mean, See, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that's the thing for me is like, there's not anything that I would look at and say it's the best of all time. Yeah. But there's nothing that's bad. I mean, like to me, I look at it and I go like, it's just across the board. It's just a solid movie. You know, like it's, it's very much like Tom Cruise movies to me. Like Tom Cruise, he gets a bad rap all the time, but Tom Cruise does a lot of movies that are really fun to watch. Are they, they are the very best? fun. Are yeah. they the best movies of all time? No. no. But do they have very solid acting? Are they paced well? Are they just enjoyable? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Titanic is the peak of that. Like yeah. there is no... And I just don't even think the peak sticks out of the water just like the Titanic does now. So that's... I mean, but that's a question we should ask ourselves and maybe we're being too hard on it. Like I say, yeah, maybe it's not one of the best 100 best ever made, but mm -hmm. if... The movie is so easy to watch, and it's the best of the easy to watch genre. Should it be considered? I mean, does it do? Uh, obviously, this movie ap appealed to more people than any movie ever at the time. Well, yeah. compare it to Easy Rider. Easy Rider is probably not on the list because it's like an amazing movie. But as we talked about last week, it's other more because it, yeah, it's, it's got represented something some it, period of time. It's a great counterculture film right and yeah. there's not a lot of movies that so are say titanic came out the same year as you know the lord of the rings the lord of the rings wins all the same awards that titanic does mm -hmm. does that make sense mm -hmm. it doesn't do that they both make a billion dollars mm -hmm. which is which is better it, is Titanic going to be on the AFI Top 100 Well, list? let's go back to True Lies versus Titanic, which is gonna, which appeals to the greater audience. I'm just saying that, like, these both of these movies did, like, the same sort of thing. They're both, like, sensationalist to a wide variety of, a variety of audiences. Mm -hmm. Like, he pulls every, like, string that he can to rope as many people into it, liking it as possible. I don't know. I just feel like you're getting rewarded for a bunch of, like, cheap shots, I guess. 
let's not call them cheap shots. Maybe you call them easy shots. Easy shots. Easy shots. That's you're correct. It's not. There shouldn't be a negative connotation. But, but I don't but think I, that I, precludes would, it from being on the list. Yeah, and mm. I would say they're not that easy, right? Like if yeah. they were that easy, there'd be more than three directors that we could name that that excel at this. Yeah. Like really, the three, I in just, my opinion, yeah. are Ron Howard, Steven Spielberg, yeah. and James Cameron, and all three of them make. Great movies, so, and there are other ones that make sort of mainstream movies. Yeah, you could point to like Joel Schumacher. You yeah. could even point to Christopher Nolan, right? Yeah. But like some of those, they still have little aspects of them that yeah. don't appeal to certain people. Yeah. And like I love Christopher Nolan, so yeah. I in no way am meaning to insult him. Or I love Paul Thomas Anderson, and Paul Thomas Anderson movies are long, right? Yeah, they're too long. Yeah, but for <laughs> most people, but I love them, yeah. right? And I just I don't know, like. Are they that easy if only like three people, three directors in the history of direct, you know, movies have made, been able to make movies that appeal to this? So if James Cameron is the reason it's on the list, or one of the reasons that someone would say it's on the list, is it James Cameron's best movie? No, James Cameron's I would Cameron's say no again. Movie. James I Cameron's like best every, movie is Terminator 2. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you say I, Terminator 1. Yeah, but I say Terminator, Terminator 2 is fine. I'm just saying that, like, everything. Granted, that, I haven't seen Avatar. Everything this movie does, like, but. good or great, I feel like there's a, a person who is being attributed with that bonus or something about the movie has been attributed to that bonus that they actually do something better somewhere else. How many movies does Spielberg have? Mm. Three? E.T.? I think. Saving uh, Private Ryan? Raiders of the Lost, Lost Ark. Ark, Jaws. How many are on here? I'm just Jaws. I think it. he has five. I think there's one more. He's got five on the it's list. It's four or five. You said four, but I feel like there's one more that we're missing. Let's, let's I, not I forget how three. this how this list is generated too, right? It's yeah. people voting on it. Yeah. So if you have a movie but that appeals I really to the think wide if they audience, did another list that this would f- drop or fall like significantly because I feel like this, it's for the same reason that I was so harsh on Ben-Hur yeah right like I mean I didn't think that that movie and and will this movie hold up over time I don't know because the grandness of it will probably be surpassed by something else it will right? be surpassed yeah That's Avatar sure. 4 yeah Some, heard but it here something first. something I'm like that more looking forward to Avatar 5 so. <laughs> so yeah I don't know it just seems like for Kate Winslet, she has better movies. Leo has better movies. Cameron has better movies. There's better graphics. There's maybe not as good a magnificence. I just, it has a bunch of like upper level stuff. It just has nothing brilliant to me. And that's what I'm looking for. That's yeah. what I'm always looking for. One brilliant mm-hmm. thing and a bunch of trash is better than a bunch of middling for me. I don't know. The definition of Gangs of New York for me. Yeah. I Ooh. feel like also that Cameron uses like the nudity again a sensationalism to even draw in like the teenage do you know what i'm saying like i feel like he's literally pulling it worked out. when i was 12 that's what i'm saying i would say that's I what i'm saying intrigued yeah when i was 12 years old yeah i just i feel like the sensationalism of it all is it worked when i was 32 like, and i watched it yesterday <laughs> three days ago whatever i watched it <laughs> And then the the movie to win a bunch of Oscars, but to win no acting awards, always is sort of a red flag for myself. Same with Lord of the Rings, though. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a big factor for me. Yeah. is uh, Acting is like my number one thing in movies. Mm. What saves it here is like you look at Lord of the Rings. I wouldn't say there's anyone that's really killing, it, especially in Return of the King. Like, yeah, no. That movie. If you saw, that's if you a ta- lifetime achievement. Let's we should just refer to Lord of the Rings and pretend we're talking about Fellowship of the Ring. If you're talking about Fellowship of the Ring, then Ian McGowan is He's really great. good. He's, He's good. Really but good. Everyone else is like, eh. especially Elijah Wood. Like, eh. yeah, not that great. But at least this movie has all-time great actors. It has great like, actors. I just feel like this movie is a tribute. And they're not so bad. Much, yeah, they're, they're really not, not bad. They're just but, young. They're very yeah. young. You know, they're just they're new to. Acting really, I yeah. mean, like they weren't that famous. Leo was, but like Kate, 
Yeah. What no. was Kate Winslet famous for? Uh, I don't think anything. This right? movie this... start. Yeah. This movie starts a lot of stuff. Starts Leo. Like starts Winslet. Starts the like mo the movement where every movie's over two hours long. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like it brings back the blockbuster. I don't know. It did a lot of stuff. It just to me, not AFI top 100, 400. I guess because it has all those Oscars, you can't drop it from the 400. But I don't know. You guys want anything? You guys want to talk about? You want to go favorite scene, Paul? Ooh, we no. can talk about how Bill Paxton delivers his lines terribly. So <laughs> I, I like Bill Paxton. It's so I, crazy. I actually, like the opposite uh, on everything. I, I really it. like the modern stuff better. Mm. I liked that stuff. I liked Bill Paxton. I like how he's like being, I feel like he's being cheesy on purpose to show how cheesy things are. And everyone else is being serious. And he's like, no, this is cheesy. Like you're supposed to be cheesy, but everyone else is like being serious. It's like, he's the only person that gets it. I, I like Bill Paxton. I don't like Bill Paxton in this movie. I think he's like the weakest part, part of the movie, hmm, so, which okay. is too bad. Yeah. Cause I think he's great. All right. We've stalled long enough. Paul, what's your favorite scene? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm just going to go with the scene where they go down to the third class cabins and go party. Oh, yeah. So, also, how bad is Leo's friend's acting? Like, that's oh, his Italian say, accent? I thought you were going to say, also, how bad is Leo's jig he does? Because I was like, <laughs> you don't even look good where he, like, gets up there and he, like, I think that's dances. the point. He, he's he's losing is, the dance battle. This scene is like Kate a Winslet. rip out of A Night at the Opera. Remember when they go down to the, I've, the I've to with all those other lower sunshine, a night at the opera. Yeah, from they, my mind. Do you know what I'm I saying? And they play remember. instruments and they uh -huh. dance with the people, except it's like more Italian people in night at the opera. And this one's yeah. more Irish people. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, my favorite scene is when they flash back after they've told the captain, the ship of the Titanic that he has the order and the big fat guy who's like the robot expert who I think is like, the funniest person in the movie he goes there he is standing on the deck in his fucking hand excuse me in his hand he's got the order in his hand and they still go for it <laughs> that guy's funny yeah he's really good so he's get... a very old goddamn liar yeah that yeah he's a funny yeah. guy give me my hands give me my hands <laughs> oh daddy when he's like i i love that guy i was like are, are you sure you don't want to watch the abyss like we can go back and you can be in it we'll just cut your scenes into <laughs> the abyss you could be one of ed harris's cronies and why is that your favorite scene just fun yeah i just think it's fun that's the same reason that i chose my favorite scene Which? so i had said that there's a bunch of different things that you can point to that are those little details that he does to humanize characters and pull people in and that are just funny right mm -hmm. that maybe they're cheesy but i think they're kind of funny so the one that i chose is when like rose grabs the axe to like chop the handcuffs off of leo and then he's like all right, all right take a practice swing and then she like hits the you know wardrobe or whatever is there and he's like all right now try to hit the same spot again and then they she hits and it's like a foot to the right and he's like okay good all right it's enough <laughs> practice like yeah, that's yeah. like the fun aspect of the movie you know it's just like it's yeah. it's endearing and you know it's it's just a good good time uh just enjoyable yeah so grades Greg, what do you How give us? I feel like we should let Isan. I've locked my grade in, but I feel like if I All get right. my grade, Isan's yeah. going to drop his grade. You got to go first. Full grade. No, my grade is a C minus. What? You are the very like bottom of you passing. You think that's lower? You are the, you're saying? the very bottom of passing. No, I'm just surprised he's he's as going as low as that. That's yeah. as, that's about where I would have expected Isan to be, I yeah. guess. Mm -hmm. it, you pass. You pass? Just barely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you think it's just, there's nothing in this film that excels for you. Yeah, that's nothing why. that excels. That's what drops But even it for collectively. Me. 
collectively, it's fine. It's good, but it's not an AFI top 100. For AFI top 100, I I like. I think I have Sophie's Choice graded higher above this. I don't and think for you Sophie's can, Choice. You do. You have Sophie's Choice. Meryl Streep is all time crazy great in that movie. The rest eh. could be even twice as bad, and I'd still have it above Titanic. But eh. now you're saying all you need Meryl is Streep's. one amazing component of a shitty film, and that's better than this. Yes. On the AFI Top 100, and as you get near the top, there's going to be films that have five or six crazy great things. Casablanca, Godfather, I would have said Pulp Fiction So would you you would not have this on the list now. Yeah, no. I'm okay with it being on the list now. Yeah. I do think it'll fall off. Yeah. For the same reason Ben-Hur falls off. It won a bunch of awards, Ooh. but that doesn't make the movie great. You yeah, know? but Charlton Heston's dead. Uh, so, <laughs> But I'm okay with it being on now. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it almost should be on now. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm wavering. I could be, jury's still out on that. I could, I don't know. I could be swayed either way. See, I like. But I think it, I would put it on. I now. like Easy Rider less, and I gave it a lower grade, but I'd almost, I'm more okay with it being on the list than on Titanic. <laughs> I because definitely not. Because Easy of the Rider snapshot. Is horrible. What about you, Paul? Come it's on. so different. That's such a hard thing to, I, it, yeah, I know. It's super um, hard. I, I'm giving this a B plus. Dang. It's a pretty good movie, all things included. I don't like the writing, although I it, really like the casting. Okay, casting's and, great. And I the agree. fact that it's an epic movie, my personal opinion is just like all the stuff, all the people, it's very the visuals, epic. even though, yes, the graphics are dated. But everything else is great. But it's it's really, for, yeah. For look. Yeah. For look. It's, 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 it looks really good in a lot of ways, and it's, it's an enjoyable film. And I didn't mind the fact that it was more than three hours. Mm. Why not? Because it's paced great. B plus. <laughs> uh, I, I give it the highest grade. I say A minus, right? Oh. So I actually almost gave it an A, but I had to say, no, Greg. Previously, I had different thoughts about the movie, and I was like, don't let one viewing <laughs> make this be an A yeah. for you. But I look at my other grades, and it's like, if I give this an A minus, okay, I gave 12 Angry Men an A minus. Yeah. I love 12 Angry Men. It's flawed. It's got a few things that aren't mm-hmm. great in it. Same with Titanic, both great and fun to watch, right? And then mm-hmm. I start to look at, I don't have, you know, do the right thing is an A minus. Then I start to look at the B plus movies. And I think Titanic's better than my B plus movies or my B movies, right? So let's see. I gave Blade Runner a B. I think Titanic's better. I gave French Connection <laughs> B minus. I think Titanic's better, right? Like, granted, I'm not a science fiction guy. You know that. Yeah, so that's like, right. But you I don't know. A minus. I mean, I think it's a <laughs> solid movie. I think there's, you know, I really like James Cameron. I think mm-hmm. he does a great job. And I think that I have been too hard on Titanic. I think it's pretty. pretty yeah, I think movie. part of my grade being lower is that I love Terminator and the Abyss so much that I'm upset that Titanic that is so famous that those aren't on. I feel yeah. like Terminator 2 should be on the list. One of them. One of them. Still to this day blows my mind. Yeah, it, like, it should. He takes something from nothing. Just ima- like even in Terminator 1, there's this giant guy. No one has ever been as big as Arnold has has been in his peak. He is like the like prototype male giant figure. They say he's from the future. They say he's a robot. I buy it. You don't need to show me that. I buy it. I buy it instantly. He does great <laughs> directing in that movie and in the second with the liquid metal. It's great. It's just a cool story too. Super cool. Very unique, cool, fun story. You don't need to, and they, they have clever lines that aren't like cheap and the special effects blow me away in that movie. Still. Yes. That's cause ILM. So Mm. I hired one company that was great. So anyway, 
All right, good. So let's get let's get some recommendations. All up right, in here. yeah, recommendations. So I have recommendations for if you're like uh, like Paul and Greg and you love this movie at this time. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa! If you like this, this movie. movie, if you really like this movie, like <laughs> Paul and Greg, and there at this time a bunch of kind of movies like this happened where there were like lovers semi separated by some sort of disaster. My favorite one would probably be Pearl Harbor. There's like a disaster and mm. they have to get separated. Uh, some people would say they like good recommendation, but I hated that. Movie. Yeah. So yeah, I, did I don't really like it that much either, but I'm telling you that if you like Titanic a lot, you love it, you will most likely really like Pearl Harbor. That is a good recommendation. Ve- they're very yeah. yep. similar. If you're a little more sci-fi and you want to do the same thing and it still has Ben Affleck, you could do Armageddon. Disaster separates lovers. Are they going to get back together or not? And there's Bruce Willis in that movie. And Bruce Willis, yeah, yes. Yeah. If you like shipwrecks and you're just into shipwrecks, that's all you care about, I would actually recommend All is Lost. It's a Robert Redford movie. There's maybe like 20 words in the whole movie, but it's about a man by himself on a yacht in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and things start going poorly. So ah, you can check that out. That's a good one. If you're really into the flashback movie of someone who survived some terrible atrocity and you don't know if the people that they love or like make it through, I would recommend Saving Private Ryan. At the beginning of that movie, there's an old man reminiscing and you do not know who he is and who makes it through like the terrible ordeal that is like D-Day and the landing in 1944. And then the very last one I would recommend to you it's not one incident of tragedy, but it is also a time, like a time piece that it's during a very like similar time, like very early America. And you go through many different time periods and there's lovers that are separated. They find each other again, but there's a great tragedy that keeps them separate. I would recommend the curious case of Benjamin Button. If you haven't seen that, you just gave a ton of really good recommendations. I think I, th- All, I th- and, and a lot of those sound like blockbusters. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Coincidentally, I feel like, yeah. I feel like this it, is pointing to Titanic being a, a pretty good movie. You have grossed <laughs> pretty well at the box office. All is lost made almost zero yeah. money. So oh, well, if really. you say it had 20, 20 lines in the whole movie, yeah, it's, gonna it's be. not for everybody. And then, of course, I've talked about the whole time. If you just like underwater deep sea stuff, you should see The Abyss. I love that movie. <laughs> that is a really good movie. Yeah. But everybody should basically, if you like this movie, yeah. you should just watch every James Cameron movie. Yeah. And you should watch every Ron Howard movie. So and should you should watch great. every Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. Because you're going to like, those are going to be the directors that you're going to like the most and you're going to connect the most with. Yeah. They're going to be great. Yep. Okay. So what do we do next time? Next time we are doing a movie, which maybe I shouldn't say, but I've literally never heard of, 1927's Sunrise. Apparently it's a silent film. So it'll be fun. First time for me. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This is Isan. This is Greg. And this is Paul. Have a good one.